my love days like today. Hey, and welcome an to this podcast by Chestnut Mountain Church, located in Flowery Branch, Georgia. Our mission to is to saturate uh, the world by making disciples. We invite you to check out our website at chestnutmountain.org and follow us on social on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at chestnutmtn underscore to learn more about who we are. There are also video episodes located on our YouTube channel, along with other content not on this podcast. This episode features a sermon replay from Sunday's message. Let's take a listen. Y'all know I'm a very simple-minded person, and I love to be able to see things. Um, and so God sort of has given me a, 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 an analogy, I guess, to share with you this morning to, again, to facilitate this opportunity for you to find your place. Do you remember the first time that you ever approached a roundabout? Y'all know, see, y'all are laughing already. So praise God, this is working so far. Whatever happened to red means stop, yellow means slow down or speed up, depending on who you are, and green means go, right? Then they introduced these roundabouts. I guess it's to save money. I don't, I don't understand it, but everywhere you see now, there is a roundabout instead of a red light. And I don't know about you, but the first time I ever approached one, I was just like, because <laughs> there was a lot going on. There was a lot of moving parts. There was a lot of cars, there was a lot of signs, and what I found myself doing is I didn't know whether to press the brake, I didn't know whether to press the gas, or I didn't know whether to just to sit there and to see what everybody else was gonna do. So there's all these options that we know we're facing. We're seeing yield signs, we're seeing traffic, we're seeing cars enter, we're seeing cars exit, and it just absolutely looks like total chaos. And so as I was thinking about that, I began to laugh and because I began to get this visual picture of for so many people, this is probably exactly the way you feel when you step onto a church campus. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of people entering. There's a lot of people exiting and you don't know whether you're to push the gas, you don't know whether you're to push the brake or you don't know whether to just to stop and watch. And so as I was thinking about this, this is the reason that this is so dangerous is because what happens a lot of times when we don't know what to do, what do we do? Nothing. We don't do anything when we don't know what to do. And so what this morning is all about is helping you understand that, that as a follower of Christ, God is gonna place you into a local church. But as God begins to place you in the local church that he has called you, you may feel the very same way you did the first time you approached a roundabout. You see all this chaos and you're just trying to make sense of why in the world has God placed you there. But the statement that you hear us say a lot of times around here is that God didn't save you to sit. God didn't send you to Chestnut Mountain just to be here just to be a member, or just so that you can tell people that this is the place that you go to church. Because what we have to realize is that what happens, if you've been behind that one person at a roundabout, that they never get off? <laughs> Y'all have, because you're laughing again. Or it may be because you're that person. 
I've even tried to figure it out when you're looking at uh, maps or ways. Take the second exit. Exit? I'm going in circles. Which one's the second one? Am I on the first one when I get on, or is this the first one, or is the next one? It's just chaos. But what happens when we continue to go in circles? It's okay if one or two vehicles continue to go in circles. But what happens if everyone that enters that roundabout goes in circles? Nothing's accomplished. It bottlenecks everything and nothing is accomplished. And what our heart is, is that we don't want Chestnut Mountain to be a place that you step into and just go in circles. We wanna help you find your direction. We wanna help you find the lane and the place that God has called you. We want you to discover why has God sent you here? Now, where we have to be careful is with days like today, a lot of you, maybe you've been here for a lot longer than even I have, and you've already checked out. Okay, well, I'm, I'm not new here. I want you to know today is not just for those who are new here. Today is for all of us. It's not just for new families. It's for every single person that is in this room that calls this place home. So this leaves no one out today. But as we begin to look at it this morning, you can't help but to always go back to the verse that we read over and over and over here at Chestnut Mountain Church. And it's the Great Commission. Everybody always wants to know the vision of the church, the direction of the church. We don't have to get creative. It's already there. As a follower of Christ, we are commanded by Jesus what our vision and mission is. So if you, get, if you got your Bibles, you can turn there or it's gonna be on the screen. Um, they're trying to keep me limited here so we can get y'all outside. So if I sound like the old micro machine commercial, that's why I'm talking fast. How many of you remember the micro machines? No, y'all, I'm really aging myself. Anyway, well, that'll be a topic for another day. Um, but Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 and 20, a verse that we can all probably quote, but go therefore, go Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, even to the ends of the age. The first word that I want you to look at there is that word that I emphasized, go. When you look in the original language, I've never really looked at the definition of go because it's kind of common sense what go means. But I love when the word and the original language even makes it that much clearer because here's the definition of go. Pursue the journey on which one has entered. Pursue the journey on which one has entered or continue in one's journey. So what Jesus is telling you as a child of God is to pursue the journey. Pursue the journey is what he's literally meaning when he tells us to go. So notice as a child of God, he tells you to pursue the journey. He tells you to go. He doesn't give you the option of sitting still. He doesn't give you the option of going in circles like the cars do on the roundabout that cause such a mess. He commands us as his children to pursue the journey because the reality is, is if we're not pursuing the journey, if we're going in circles, if we're sitting, we're hindering the work that God has for you individually. And at the end of the day, we're hindering the work that God has called us to as a church. 
Because if you feel that God has called you here to call this place home, he's not just calling you to attend. He's calling you to be an active member. He's calling you to be a soldier of this army, of what God is deploying us in this community to do and what we're called to be a part of. And so maybe this morning, you know without a doubt that God's called you here. You know without a doubt that God has called you to call this place home. You come each week, you walk in here, you have a seat, but my prayer has been this morning is that as you walk in here, as you have a seat, you realize that today's the day you need to find your direction. You need to find the reason that God has placed you here. And in Isaiah chapter six, verse eight, Isaiah says, then I heard a voice of the Lord asking, who will I send? Who will go for us? And we all could quote what Isaiah said next. Here I am, send me. And today I wanna make this as simple as we possibly can. I don't even wanna go into the aspect right now of that, that, that statement that he makes, here I am, send me. I want us to stop at just here I am. Here I am. And so as we understand, all of us in this room are all in different parts of our journey of following Jesus. We're all in different lanes. We're all going different directions. We're all in different places in our walk, in our journey. Some are new believers. Some have been following Jesus for longer than some have been alive. But we, as we shared back in August, that God has given us three simple strategies to help you find and to help speak to every aspect of the journey. But my cry to you, my plea with you this morning is to simply have the heart of Isaiah. And all we want you to say this morning is here I am. Here I am. Because I will guarantee you if you will simply make yourself available, God will direct your path. God will open a door. All God wants you to say this morning is, here I am. Here I am, God, I don't have a clue which direction to go. And he says, don't worry about that. All I need is your heart to say, here I am. Here I am, and he will take care of the rest. And so as we look at this, as we look at these strategies, a lot of you are familiar with these. A lot of you know these. But the first strategy in our journey, the first strategy in helping us to saturate the world by making disciples is that first word, is the word belong. We want every person that enters into this campus, we want every person that is deployed from this campus who we see in our workplace, who we see in our streets, who we see in our schools, we want every single person to know that they can belong to the family of God. Notice we said belong to the family of God. It's not our emphasis that they belong to a church name. The heart of this place is we want every individual to know that they can belong to the family of God. We want everyone to know that God loves them so much that he sent his son to take away their sins. 
And as we take this good news, our prayer is, is that people repent and people believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our prayer is, is that people will call out to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to save them. And I guarantee you that there's somebody here this morning that this is your step in the journey. This is your first step in the journey. There's somebody here this morning that doesn't belong to the family of God. I'm not saying that because I'm being judgmental. I'm saying that because that's what the scripture says. And so what I want you to have the opportunity to do this morning is we want you to belong. We want you to know that it doesn't matter where you come from, it doesn't matter where you've done, where you've been, that God loves you, that while you were a sinner, Christ died for you. And so our hearts plea is that you will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We want every person to belong to the family of God, but we also believe that it's biblical that once you belong to the family of God, that he's called you to belong to a local body of believers. And selfishly, I hope it's here. I hope God calls you here. I hope God places you here. And so the first strategy is as we take the good news to saturate the world is we want everyone to know they can belong. We also want everyone to know that as they become children of God, the second word is to become, and we want you to become a mature disciple of Christ. Become a mature disciple of Christ. And, and this honestly happens in a smaller group. Yes, this is an element of discipleship, but we truly believe that discipleship happens in the smaller group. Now, every small group's gonna look different. That small group may be one-on-one -on -one discipleship. That small group may be some of the groups that are meeting on Sunday morning. It may be like my small group that's meeting tonight. We're meeting tonight at 5.30. We meet every other Sunday night. And as our small group grew, this is a celebration. We started out with like six families in our small group. And we grew to our last meeting this summer. We had 42 adults, I think, that showed up to our small group and they all brought their kids. And this was at my house. So you can imagine. I have a lot of kids, but I ain't got that many. But here's the beauty. Out of that one large group, we launched three new groups. And I got word last Sunday night that every group that launched was full. And you know why? Because people are wanting to become mature disciples of Christ. And so that is our heart's, our heart's desires for you to come become a mature disciple of Christ. And then lastly, the ultimate goal of belonging to the kingdom, becoming a mature disciple of Christ, is this word build. We want every person to be a builder of the kingdom. We want every person to find what God has called you to do. We want you to know as his children, he's equipped you to do the work of the ministry. But here's the humbling part. Not only has he equipped you, but he's invited you. He's given you all the resources to accomplish what he wants done. And as he gives you the resources, now he invites you to come and use them. Now he invites you to be a part of it and be reminded he doesn't need you. 
and God's power and God's sovereignty and God's plan, he's going to accomplish what God wants to accomplish with or without you. But he loves you enough that he's invited you along to be a part of the work that he's going to accomplish either way. I don't know about you, but that's a win-win situation. You get invited on a team that you know wins. They don't get much better. A lot of you were biting fingernails talking yesterday with Kyle about Alabama. I walked into a restaurant and they were losing and I'm gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie and tell you I was celebrating on the inside. (laughs) But we get to be a part of a team that automatically wins. There is no worry, there is no fear. We've already been told how the story ends. But we want every person to become a builder of the kingdom. And I know for some of you, you're sitting here right now and you're going, well, I already have a group. I already have a place to serve. And so in just a moment, when he gives us the opportunity to respond, I'm gonna go down to that ministry fair and I'm gonna get my free t-shirt. There's some bracelets laying around. There's some lanyards hanging around. I'm gonna grab all my stuff and I'm gonna get to the house. Again, God's called you to be a part of the work. If you have a small group, I can promise you, you will walk past somebody from here to down there that doesn't. What does it look like if you invite them to be a part of yours? Maybe you would even say, well, I'm already serving. I can guarantee you everybody in this room is not serving. Everybody's not walking in the lane that God has called them to be in. I mean, the exciting part, many of you may not even know this, our students this morning, for the first time since I've been here, they're meeting their small groups this morning in the cafe. Everybody's in this building because it got to a point on Sunday mornings, our students are growing out of small group space over here in the chapel. So we're having to move them around. So you can guarantee you, if there's that much growth, guess what else is needed? Builders. We need builders to help build the kingdom of God. If teenagers are coming hungry for the word of God, how dare we not feed them? Same thing is going on downstairs in our kids. We're having to maneuver things all around with LCA to try to find places to put all of the kids. And hear me when I say this, it's not babysitting. They're hearing the word of God. I'm having godly conversations with my seven-year-old every single day because of the word that's being poured into these children. We're always needing small groups launched. So the list could go on and on and on and on about opportunities to build the kingdom of God. And so if you're building right now, if you're already building, if you're already in your lane, just invite one person into your lane today. Do you know what it would look like if every person in here invited one person to get in your lane? Nothing would be missed. Everybody would have a place. Everybody would know they belong. And so that is the heart behind today. And I truly want you to hear this this morning. And I've done good. I'm only like three and a half minutes over. So man, I'm, you're going, is he done already? Yes, I'm done already. But I truly want you to know this. I know that I can speak on behalf of my wife, my family, We are humbled and honored 
and loved the fact that this is where God has called us. There's no people that we would rather love and serve than you. And so from the bottom of my heart, if this is the place that you call home, if you're asking questions, is this where God wants me? And if the answer to that is yes, from the bottom of our hearts, we wanna tell you welcome home. We wanna say welcome home to the place that God has called you. So maybe you call this place home. Maybe today that you've been asking the question is, is this where God's called me? And if you feel the spirit of God is leading you to say yes to that, there's a tent downstairs. It's the welcome home tent. I would invite you to go to that tent this morning and get signed up for our next membership. Because I can tell you what God is doing here isn't happening everywhere. And the reason God's doing what he's doing is because there's people like you who understand the Great Commission. And so this morning, my prayer is, is just to let us come alongside you and help us find your lane. As you enter the church, as you enter the roundabout, don't go in circles. Don't sit still. Help us today find what God has for you and what God's called you to do. So maybe this morning in response, we're just gonna have a call to worship. We're gonna have a time for you to get on your face and ask God, God, it intimidates me to go downstairs, but God, I know this is the place you've called me. So God, direct my path, direct my step. But maybe you're here today and you can honestly say, I don't know that I belong. I don't know that I belong to the family of God. If you repent and you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, you call on the name of the Lord Jesus to save you. The promise from his word tells us that you will be saved. You said it can't be that simple. Oh, but it is. Oh, but it is. Or maybe this morning you need to pray and ask direction of what group it is that you need to belong to as you become a mature disciple of Christ. But at the end of the day, he wants us all to be builders. What does you being a builder look like? Is it students? Is it kids? Is it holding a door? Is it riding on a golf cart with Tony Pass? I don't know. But what has God called you to do? We talked last week in James chapter one. If you lack wisdom, what do you have to do? Ask. It's that simple. But maybe that's what you needed in your heart this morning. Just say, God, here I am. Here I am. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you made a decision or if you have any questions about salvation or anything about this Christian journey, one of our pastors would love to connect with you. So to connect and find out what your next steps are, go to our website at chestnutmountain.org slash next steps and there will be a form for you to fill out so one of our pastors can connect with you. We also want you to do three things right now. Number one, leave a review on this podcast. Tell us what you think 
And also, a review allows us to reach even more people. Number two, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already so you don't miss an episode during the week. And number three, we want you to go check out our Chestnut Mountain Church YouTube channel. So maybe there's some visuals in this episode that you couldn't see but wanted to see. And that's why we have video versions of these episodes along with other content not featured on this podcast right now on our YouTube channel. Lastly, we invite you to join us live for worship on Sunday mornings in person at 9 o'clock or 1045 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or online at 1045 as well. Learn more about us on our website at chestnutmountain.org. And don't forget to follow us on social at chestnutmtn underscore for more encouragement and to see all what God is doing in and through CMC. We love you, we're praying for you, and we'll see you next time.